What's up, Ego Hackers, and welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast, um, Leap Forward Edition, Time Shift Edition, or as those people say in anime, uh, Time Skip, because, you know, Naruto to Naruto Shippuden, or uh, Boruto Blue Vortex. What a weird thing to name an anime, but I mean, it's it's Kishimoto, what do you expect? He has expert sensing trickster and... Just has no clue how cringe he is to everybody else, but that's fine. You know, MPs, that's just kind of how we are. So anyway, uh, today's question is, are you an ESTJ? This is season 24, episode one, where we're going to be discussing what it is to be an ESTJ so that you too can answer the question, are you, am I, am I an ESTJ? Are you an ESTJ? Uh, or is that person an ESTJ? Who knows? So we're just going to get down to it. So the ESTJ archetype is one of the 16 personality types according to Jungian analytical psychology and our specific variant of it known as four sides dynamics. The ESTJ is known as the judicator and is in the top left uh, corner of the type grid. If you want to get a copy of the type grid, go to ucha.app, udja.app, click the discover your persona button and during one of the questions, you'll have the opportunity to download the companion guide right there on the app. And this companion guide will basically give you all the information that you need about uh, the 16 types that we have currently. And in particularly for this lecture, it might actually be a good idea to actually read the companion guide and the ESTJ section within the companion guide as we're going through uh, this particular lecture. So keep that in mind. There are some advantages there. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, cognitive function. So each of the 16 types, each personality, because this is human nature, this is not nurture, this is like totally nature, right? So there are eight cognitive functions, uh, which is here's the hero function, the parent function, the child function, the inferior function, the nemesis function, the critic function, the trickster function, and the demon function, as we have told uh, people many times previously. That being said, we realized that there was a new dichotomy with the cognitive attitudes because those are what the cognitive attitudes are. We have a particular playlist here on YouTube that actually discusses cognitive attitudes from which you should probably get educated on. And I believe that's the season two playlist. Season one talks about the functions individually and what they mean. Season two playlist should be talking about cognitive attitudes. Uh, and I believe uh, maybe season 15 has additional information about cognitive attitudes uh, from there. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, but anyway, we've taken the hero and actually expanded it further from the hero versus the warrior, the teen versus the parent, uh, the child versus the youth, the infant versus the toddler. And what this basically does is denote specifically how each of the cognitive functions are actually growing and moving forward over time. This is very, very key that you understand these concepts because initially when we were talking about cognitive attitudes, we're relying on Dr. John Beebe's work from Energies and Patterns of Psychological Type, which if you haven't read that book, what the hell are you doing with your life? How is it you guys can claim to be fans of Jungian analytical psychology and not even know who Dr. John Beebe is or his book, Energies and Patterns of Psychological Type? Ah, oh, that's probably why, because you know, you guys enjoy watching Frank James. 
who doesn't actually know what he's talking about, or even Eric Thor, who also doesn't know what they're talking about. They probably even haven't even read any of these psychology books to begin with, let's be fair. But you know, we within the ego hacker community can do better than them and actually do the research and actually understand where these concepts come from. And the idea of cognitive attitudes actually originally came from Dr. John Beebe, and that's why it's entirely important. Moving into the shadow side, we have the enemy versus the ally, the cynic versus the sage, the trickster versus the master, and the demon versus the angel. All these cognitive attitudes directly impact the primary eight functions in a person's function stack, right? Well, here's the thing. This is kind of where we differ from other MBTI Jupiters or the uh, MBTI blogosphere, uh, etc., or basically all those uh, people on Reddit or even worse, the people on personality database who for some reason thought that my type was actually the adjudicator. And for years they had uh, this perspective that, oh, Mr. C.S. Joseph, he's an ESTJ, but no, that's actually not true. The reality is, is that I'm an ENTP, and guess what? They just finally voted themselves into agreeing that I'm an ENTP. But hey, you know, that might change next week. But hey, guys, you know, I too want every single thing decided for me by popular vote. Oh, wait, that's what ESTJs do, actually, which is kind of annoying, right? So you can actually look at personality database as uh, the great ESTJ who actually thinks it knows what it's talking about because ESTJs at the end of the day oftentimes are very much about groupthink in as much as their INFP counterparts, you know, like Frank James, are also about groupthink. Great. Great. Where, where's the logic? I, I don't know. Anyway, so... Let's go through the actual cognitive functions. So ESTJs have extroverted thinking hero, also known as the warrior when it's in its mature form. Uh, in its immature form, it is the hero. An immature hero basically is, hey, I'm gonna go slay the dragon for the village. Look at me, look at me, I'm awesome. Look what I did, look what I did. Versus the warrior, I'm gonna go slay the dragon uh, with the, for the village, kill the dragon, it's slain. I don't have to worry about anything anymore. I get to move on with my life and uh, no one has to know because I was just doing my duty by the village. Great. And the best thing that they're at is extroverted thinking, also known as TE, which is also known as rationale, rational thinking. And this is also a judgment function. So ESTJs liken themselves to these great uh, decision makers, right? And this is the apex of their ego. The ego is the first side of their mind. They also have the second side of the mind, which is their subconscious. The third side, known as their unconscious, we also often call the unconscious the shadow, as well as the superego, which is the fourth side of the mind, which makes up the four sides of a person's brain, or at least this ESTJ person's brain. ESTJs are also extremely common. And honestly, uh, because it, 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 it's really annoying that they're common, actually. I, I hate how common ESTJs are, personally, uh, because it, it just it ruins society. It ruins the world that ESTJs are so common, in, in my opinion. But that's okay. I still like ESTJs. They're entirely necessary. And if ESTJs were all to like spontaneously combust and disappear off the face of the earth, the entire human race would go along with them because if any one of the 16 types is completely eliminated, well, uh, basically, uh, the human race would ultimately die out. And we don't want that. So let's, uh, let's actually avoid that uh, for sure. So they are all about rational thinking. So what is rational thinking? Rational thinking is this thing where it's like in your mind you have 10 tables, right? And there's like 10 lines of thoughts at each of these 10 tables. And each table is going true, false, true, false, true, false, 
getting all of those thoughts and those tables all sorted between true and false between each of the 10 tables. And then it's a statistical analysis looking at the data. All right, six out of 10 tables say that this is true. So I'm going to believe that it's true. Experted thinking is attached to belief. It's all about belief. It's annoying. It's all about belief, right? That is rational thinking. Then we have introverted sensing, which is long-term memory. It's also about endurance. And because it's in the teen and parent slot, it's the difference between responsibility and irresponsibility, you know, versus rational thinking, which is, you know, they can be very prideful with the rational. Hey, if, if I've never heard that before, or hey, if the data doesn't say it, then, then it can't be true, guys. It, it can't be true versus them, hum, uh, you know, humiliating themselves. I mean, humbling themselves. Oh, God forbid that ever happened to an ESTJ because they have that deadly sin of pride as their secondary deadly sin. Oh, God. But here's the thing. What? An ESTJ humbling themselves? Oh, that never happens. But let's say it actually does. Uh, and it does happen. I'm just kidding. But uh, the point is, is that they realize that their rationale is not always going to be the answer. Hence why that humility is so important. Endurance, all about introverted sensing, which is long-term memory. This is their ability to endure. This is their ability to have faith. This is their ability to remember things. This is their ability to do what they should. They do what they should. They do not do what they want to do. They do what they should, and they have to be, and they are quite irresponsible with doing what they should until they become responsible with it over time. And that basically means they have the highest level of endurance because introverted sensing a parent is ultimately in the pessimistic slot, which means they can outlast pretty much everyone else, which is one of their huge value adds. They're also very good at taking orders. They're also, and that's why they all end up joining the military because the military needs SJs to follow orders basically. And that's what ESTJs are. They like to believe that they're actually leaders, but no, they're not. They're just middle management at best. If you're running a company and you have an ESTJ as a CEO, you're more than likely actually going to fail. They are actually primarily built for middle management. With the, there's a few exceptions out there where that's not the case. Uh, for example, Jeff Bezos, he, uh, CEO of Amazon, he is actually an ESTJ, so that's a thing. But statistically, more than likely, ESTJs end up stuck in, in uh, middle management. The reason why is their deadly sin of sloth and their living virtue being leadership. And oftentimes, they like to rest on their laurels and be a bunch of lazy people instead of actually continuing their leadership because those young bucks that, that join all of a sudden are outshining the master and making them look bad while on the workplace, which doesn't exactly help very much. And so instead of them trying to grow themselves to become better leaders, they'd rather just be lazy and inhibit the young buck from growing and going in at the company so that they themselves don't have to grow themselves either. Yay! Well, that's what it is all about, endurance right? The irresponsible introverted sensing, that's what that means, right? And then there is extroverted intuition child, which basically is like a little kid. I want to give everybody what they want, you know, and you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. You get candy, but you get a car, you know? Okay. That is extroverted intuition. I'm going to give you choices. I'm going to give you options. I, it's a little bit of abstraction. They can see into the future of other people just slightly and they want to give people a better future. And that's why I get to be the ESTJ known as Justin Trudeau and like an idiot, ruin Canada because I just want to give people a better future, but it's a little kid doing it. This is why ESTJs like Mitt Romney and Barack Obama, for example, uh, and Justin Trudeau should not be in charge of a country. Let's be honest. Again, they make really bad presidents and they make really bad CEOs, although commonly they are placed in those positions. Why? 
because let's be honest, that's not because they're really innovative or have very much vision because their vision is actually pretty small according to expert intuition child, but it's because they are subservient to the board of directors. And because the board of directors wants to exhibit control over a company, that's why you see an ESTJ commonly in the position of CEO. Great. I guess that basically means Jeff Bezos has a different octogram variant, which allows him to heavily rely on his introvert intuition. Oh, wait a minute, which octogram variant would that be for Jeff Bezos? That's right, unconscious developed, unconscious focused. More on octogram later. So yes, so yeah, they're, they're really, really good at rational thinking, really, really good at enduring, and uh, you know, pretty, pretty innocent. This is where they're innocent, is being innocently aware of consequences and innocently aware of providing warning of other people. And because they're so innocent about it, they're afraid. And oftentimes ESTJs act out of fear instead of courage, you know, and that can end up being a huge problem. But here's the thing, it's like, oh, hey, since I know the consequences of what's coming, you have to give me power. So they get very tyrannical about that versus, hey, I know the consequences that are coming, I'm gonna provide you proper warning, which gets them closer to the sublime instead of trying to control everybody, which these people do because they naturally have feelings of powerlessness at all times, because the thing that they care about the most out of life is power and authority. Not that they'd ever admit to it, because, and they, and, and they only really admit to it after they got mug credentials, right? You know, oh, I got the training, you know, and because I have that, I can confidently say that I am due power because I put in the effort to reach and achieve these levels and these levels of achievement because expert thinking hero is all about achievement, folks. It's all about achievement. And they're all about mug achievements. How, how great, how amazing that is, right? But then we have introverted feeling sympathy, okay? Great, it's because they're afraid that they're a bad person. They're afraid that they're not good enough. They're afraid that they're not worthy enough. And oftentimes, they're not actually. I just wanna make that very clear because they're so power hungry and so obsessed with power just so they can compensate for my feelings of powerlessness that they end up actually acting out of fear and then forcing control to the point where they'll actually enslave other people around them in their lives, which is really lame, which just happens to be the, the, the vice of the mind temple, enslaving other people is what they end up doing, and then actually destroying other people's futures and controlling other futures. Why? Just because they're afraid, and they're afraid they're not good enough. They're afraid that they're not a good person. They're afraid that they're not valuing things properly. And oftentimes, that's why most DSTJs in Western society actually have corrupt values. I would say that at least eight out of every 10 ESTJ in Western society does have corrupt values. And I can actually get away with saying that because I used to be unconscious developed, unconscious focused myself with my masculine primary function being introverted feeling, which is all about values. And let me tell you, when you start actually comparing values around to like something that's actually closer to the truth versus something that's just based on what other people have said, which is how ESTJs actually live their lives, you start to realize very quickly how unworthy they actually are. But here's the difference. They know that they're unworthy. So they go out of the way to overcompensate with that over time, consistently over time. So they overcompensate trying to be the goodest person ever, right? This is what causes them to end up becoming volunteers. And they always do volunteer firefighting. Thank you, ESTJs, for volunteer firefighting. Oftentimes they work to be police officers, right? You know, and then all of a sudden, <coughs> people in the audience start saying, F the police. And it's just like, Okay, yeah, hold on about that. You know, it, maybe you shouldn't be so judgmental. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, wait a minute, Mr. C.S. Joseph, you're sounding pretty judgmental already. Okay, yeah, I totally understand that. But here's the thing. You can understand my content is pretty satirical by default because guess what? I'm the only person on the internet who has the balls to hold you people responsible for your hangups instead of just be on my knees, you know, sucking away at you like everybody else is for some reason. Because, hey, I'm going to be that guy, right? Or I'm going to be that girl who's just going to suck away at you, you know, on the internet for views, right? Instead of, you know, Mr. C.S. Joseph here actually telling the truth for once and holding you people accountable for who you are and the good and the bad god forbid but hey you know we can't all be teal swan just saying just saying and then we move on to a person's worry and guess what estjs worry that they are stupid they are very uncertain about whether or not they are themselves intelligent or smart and this actually opens up a very nice way to manipulate them if you would like all you have to do is just play on the fact that you just remind them of their uncertainty where you're like, mm, I'm not sure that's a smart perspective. You say that over and over to them and then they'll eventually just break down and then you basically have them eating out of your hands and will end up respecting you more often as the quote unquote authority on a particular subject if you just keep endlessly questioning them until they finally give up. Great. <laughs> this is why they oftentimes really have a hard time being around introverted thinking child, which is, comes from ISFJs and INFJs, those types of introverted thinking child. And that's basically what they do to whittle down the ESTJ is they prey upon the ESTJ's uncertainty because the uncertainty is, is that I'm not certain I'm a smart person. And they have to work very hard to become certain that they are actually an intelligent, smart person. Introverted thinking is all about logic, which is if this, then that. If this, then that. Thinking on a regular basis. That's what that means. That's what that comes from. But they're worried that they don't know enough. They're afraid they're already a bad person, but they're also worried that they're actually stupid, which is a problem. This is why they go out of their way to use extroverted thinking to be uh, to achieve as much as possible, so that they can have you know that diploma that the Wizard of Oz gives them, so that they could feel good about themselves, so they could finally believe that they're actually smart. Yay! Hooray! Mind Temple. Gotta love it, right? Oh my God! No, no. By the way, I would like to state that George Washington, the first president of the United States, was also an ESTJ. Funny how that works. ESTJs are consistently infesting political positions. I wish they wouldn't. Why can't we get some STPs in there and really muck things up, you know, properly? That'd be great. Instead of just, you know, showing up to Parliament or showing up to Congress and realizing every single person who is sitting in the room is an ESTJ or an INFP, congratulations, y'all played yourselves. You know, at least at least Rand Paul is like the only ISTP that I know of that's uh, in Congress right now. But uh, even then, that guy is a bit interesting and potentially shady. I'm not entirely sure, though, because you never actually really know, do you? So and then uh, they're very critical. So they're very critical. So, OK, again, uncertainty versus certainty means is the enemy versus the ally. Uh, fear versus courage. They have to be courageous and realizing, no, oh, I can be a good person. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Like that little choo-choo train because they start out an infant and they got to become a toddler. And, you know, toddlers are all about having courage. That's why you see a toddler uh, climbing up to the top of a ladder and jumping off from the top. They got a lot of courage, but that's pretty dangerous and they might actually, you know, kill themselves in the process. So you got to be really careful with that, obviously. So that's fear versus courage. We already talked about uncertainty versus certainty. But then you have the cynic versus the sage. And these people are very cynical towards their own personal performance. 
and they hold themselves to the absolute highest standard of performance as possible for the most part. Some of them actually don't. This is why, you know, another ESTJ is Tom Brady. He's all about top performance, but he's very critical. He's very cynical towards everyone else's personal performance. I actually uh, have a family member who is an ESTJ woman, and this girl absolutely is very critical towards everyone else's performance, although she comes off like a hypocrite because she herself has terrible performance herself, and she's just like, why are you being cynical towards everyone else's performance and you should be cynical towards your own performance? Performance being reactions. Understanding that if I do this thing or if this person does this thing, this thing is going to immediately happen right afterwards. That's not consequences. Consequences is different. Consequences is long term. It is very long term. Going all the way. So you might want to be aware of that, right? But at the end of the day, the uh, cynic function versus the sage function is foolishness versus wisdom. To foolishly criticize one's own performance as well as to foolishly criticize other people's performance versus wisely recognizing where your performance is in comparison to other people and also wisely holding other people accountable so that they can increase their performance such as the ESTJ way. And uh, which, by the way, I know this is a little confusing. I just realized this, but these functions do not represent these things. You can kind of just erase these. These things are actually applying to these functions. So just ignore these functions. These functions are just to show that in the other side of the mind, they're kind of flipped upside down. But we're probably going to get rid of those in the near future, probably on the next lecture, because I probably just confused the hell out of the audience. Do I care about that? Not really, guys. You're just going to have to follow along and pay attention. Plus, there's a lot of you listening on the podcast instead of watching on YouTube. So, And they can't even see this visual aid to begin with anyway doesn't matter. In the future, we'll make the uh, visual aid much more superior in the future. All right. So then their trickster function, which is that which they are entirely unaware of. And they are unaware of their own future, also their own determination. Because ESTJs have all the determination in the world, or they have no determination in the world. Because from their perspective, I can have it all. I can want it all. I can do everything. Kind of like a really feminist woman who thinks that she can be a mother of children and a wife and have an amazing career or be a businesswoman at the same time. When we all know the reality of the situation is, is that's actually impossible and can't actually happen. But hey, you know, all those girls out there who think that they can be like Sheryl Sandberg and do it all, and yet even Sheryl Sandberg will admit that she regrets because her decisions because... She realized at the end of the day that she couldn't have it all, but you know, let's let's not let's not be like Sheryl Sandberg and instead realize that we have this weakness known as introverted intuition trickster, which is attached to ignorance versus omniscience. Omniscience meaning all knowing. Because it's like, ooh, I'm a trickster, but then I could be a master. And they could actually have full mastery of their own determination and basically get use their determination to get through any obstacle whatsoever any and every obstacle that they ever have. Okay, great, you know, or they should not be allowed to make decisions on their own because, oh, I really want that Toyota RAV4. Buys the RAV4. I hate my RAV4. I have heard that so many times with SI parent types, especially ESTJs, going into places and buying things that they think they want only for them to be complaining consistently that they got it later because they realize it's not actually what they wanted. But hey, I can want just about anything, right? I can, I can want that drug addict man and he'll love me and he'll change and I can change him because 
any child can give this man a better future. I can do it. I'm determined to rehab this, this drug addict man. And all the ESTJ women out there end up with the biggest losers and have like horrible lives because of that. This is why these women, just like most women, need to be protected from their own decision making. This is why arranged marriage exists, actually. You might want to look that up, but that's literally a fact. Because women are very good at perceiving, they're not really good at decision making, and it's the opposite with men. Men are terrible at perceiving and very good at decision making. That's just kind of how our brains are a little bit different. More on that in Jungian Sexuality, Season 31 playlist. It is the most controversial work I have produced here on the YouTube channel or on the podcast. Good luck uh, getting through it, especially if you are a woman. Good luck. I think it would just shatter all your ego investments, or you'll probably just end up on Reddit whining about how much of a dick C.S. Joseph actually is. A sexist dick, might I add. But the reality of the situation is, is that someone's got to be your daddy and actually tell you that, hey, your ego investments are in the wrong place. And there's a reason why people call me CS Daddy, and that's why. So more on that later. Moron. Anyway, and then the worst part about them is their empathy, extroverted feeling. Guess what? ESTJs don't give a flying fuck about how you feel or how anyone feels. They only care about what they feel. They only care about what they value. They only care about what is good to them. They only care about what makes them feel good. They don't care about what anyone else feels. They don't care about anyone else feeling good. They, to the point where they even come off inhuman. Well, not really inhuman. They come off entitled, entirely entitled, right? Right? And let me tell you something, Jeff Bezos, he sure as hell comes off entitled, but at least his expert intuition child is like, hey guys, I'm going to use my SI endurance to boil the ocean. I'm going to create Amazon so that we have the everything store so that they're all of the choices of the whole world that anyone can come to us and buy it from us. It's the everything store. He always would talk about being the everything store, right? Well, it's expert intuition child. He's an ESTJ. That's how it is. You know, well, imagine a woman having that perspective and thinking of herself as the everything store. You might want to consider having a little bit of self-control there, ladies. You might want to you might want to consider that. Like just just letting you know because hey, let's be honest, women may control access to sexuality, but men control access to commitment and a new girl turns 18 and 21 every single day. So, therefore, based on that logic, uh, men, it'll always be a man's world, and you might want to make yourselves aware of that. Just, just be, just be careful. But let me tell you something, ladies. You gotta be, you, you know, like empathy. You know, not caring about how anyone else feels. Like for example, I actually know an ESTJ mother here in town. Sometimes she actually cuts my hair, and I just end up listening to her SI complain consistently about her son making the most horrible decisions and how she's always telling me about how much of a bad mother she is and she's trying to get to see if I can actually can think highly of her so that she can feel better about herself even though at the same time she's complaining consistently about how horrible of a son she actually has which also is entirely inappropriate and she doesn't know what to do and she's criticizing her performance as a mother as well as his performance as a son and when, while simultaneously ignoring the truth that uh, she's actually a single mother. And the reason why she's a single mother is not necessarily because uh, the father of her son was entirely irresponsible, but that she's just entirely emasculating and <laughs> very disrespectful. You know, because it is written, better to be on a corner of one's own roof than in the home with a quarrelsome and disrespectful woman. That's just the reality of the situation. You see what I'm saying? 
So it ends up becoming a huge issue over time for ESTJs. So extroverted feeling demon is attached to hatred versus love. It's known as the demon versus the angel. And that ends up becoming a big problem. They don't care how anyone else feels, okay? They're all about what everyone else thinks. They're all about their own comfort. They're all about what other people want and try to be as desirable themselves as possible. They only care about how they feel, but they are afraid that they're not a good enough person. They're all about what they think. They're very critical towards, uh, towards other people's uh, performance as well as their own performance. They think they can want anything, and then when they do end up making decisions, it blows up in their face, and it's like the biggest thing is self-sabotage, and they really don't give a flying fuck about what anyone else values or what anyone else feels, and this ends up becoming a huge problem, a very huge problem. And yes, this is, this is ultimately the ESTJ personality type. You know, it's a satirical edition, I guess. But the point is, uh, you know, like, yes, they're the adjudicator. Uh, from a type grid point of view, they're direct, they're initiating, they're, uh, their outcome, also known as control. Uh, they are also in the guardian's uh, temperament, which means they're very dutiful, they're very traditional, they care about tradition. Uh, they'll even create traditions for other people, which is entirely uh, annoying. And, uh, you know, based on that, it's... At the end of the day, you know, it's just how they live their lives. It's all centered around feelings of powerlessness. These people feel powerless. And that's why any opportunity they have at being a grab, you know, to do a power grab, they're going to do it. Power is everything to these people. They will do it. But because of that, they end up having their deadly sin and living virtue, which is sloth versus leadership. And sloth basically means is that there's like these containers of power and these containers of power end up becoming like a big problem over time because that power ends up decaying them and they end up losing their power. Leadership is transferring power to other people and then holding those people accountable with the power that they actually transfer others. So basically the ESTJ, in order to be the most successful person in life, they end up having to be uh, uh, people who are stewards of power and transferring power to other people, holding them accountable for it and consistently transferring powers, consistently empowering other people, which is ultimately the life purpose of the ESTJ. But in order to empower people, they have to master chaos because again, their virtue and vice is serenity versus chaos. And they try to be as serene as possible. Serene is important, having everything serene. And the only way to do that is by bringing things into order. Thus, they have a legacy of order. Bringing things into order is absolutely required, okay? Order determines outcome. These people are all about it. However, when ESTJs get in charge of society, it creates the good old boys club, also known as oligarchy. When guardians run society, it turns into oligarchy. We live in an oligarchy right now. I'm sure everyone is entirely happy. Just understand that regardless of the four temperaments, four temperaments being guardians, artisans, intellectuals, and idealists, whichever temperament is in charge when they're running society, well it still sucks for everybody else. So more on that later. And then obviously they're in the mind temple, they think they know best and it's all about power and control and the vice of the mind temple ultimately is uh, enslavement. However, it is written that the truth will set you free. And if they're the ones who actually know the best or know the most, shouldn't they know the truth? And why aren't they setting free other people? That is the virtue of the mind temple is setting other people free instead of ultimately trying to enslave other people to guarantee their comfort or to guarantee their own freedom, which is literally how we see ESTJ politicians get corrupt over and over and over. And it's a serious problem. 
like a really big problem. It's a problem that just will not go away no matter what we do. And it's really frustrating, really frustrating. So with that being said, there's still four variants of ESTJ. You know, this is the ESTJ in general, but there's still four variants. And that is when we start talking about the octogram. Subconscious developed subconscious focus types, SDSF, or subconscious developed unconscious focus types, SDUF, or uh, unconscious developed subconscious focus, UDSF, or unconscious developed unconscious focus, UDUF. You see, these are the four different variants of ESTJ. And then also on top of that, you have to, so, so you multiply, you know, ESTJs by, by four, okay, so there's four different kinds of ESTJs, but then you have to multiply that by two, there's eight different kinds of ESTJs because you have to look at the two different genders. There is four male ESTJs, four female ESTJs, and each of them has uh, their own octogram variant, which means there's a ton of different ESTJs out there with various variants. But this is the basic nature-based template for the ESTJ. Also, I'd like to dedicate this lecture to Mr. Lane, uh, one of our modsies on the Ego Hacker Discord server. If you would like to join our Ego Hacker Discord as discord.gg forward slash Ego Hackers, please check that out. It's really important. Also, there is a severe lack of extroverted thinking hero women in the Ego Hacker community. So uh, if you know an ESTJ woman, uh, please share this lecture with her. And, uh, and honestly, she'll probably just be like, oh my God, he's such a dick. You know, okay, yeah, sure, that, it happens. You know, but I'm, not everyone can handle my satirical approach, so it is what it is. But the point is, is that oftentimes, uh, you know, the Ego Hacker Discord server is a place where people actually tend to date and some people get married and some people have children. And uh, we've just noticed that within our demographic uh, for the uh, Ego Hackers uh, Discord server, extroverted thinking hero women are very sparse, if not like insanely rare or and sometimes non-existent. So just throwing that out there, we do try to keep track of our community statistics as much as possible. But then again, let's be fair, extroverted sensing critic types known as ESTJs and ESFJs, especially among women, are some of the rarest actually to participate in the ego hacker community because they're just so turned off naturally by the science entirely because it doesn't match their introverted sensing endurance their traditions because if they've never heard it before then how can it be true if i've never heard it before how can it be true basically and the whole saying you cannot teach an old dog new tricks that applies to the estj more than any of the 16 types now, if you want to learn how to become the absolute best ESTJ ever, go to egohackingyourfear.com and get the Ego Hacking Your Fear course. It is absolutely critical that you do that. Also, uh, we are running a uh, promotion right now, a pre-order promotion for our new course, How to Type Yourself, so that you too can find out if you actually are an ESTJ or whichever type you are, or you too can find out which type is your family members, your spouse, your children, your parents, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, their aunts, uncles, their cousins, it doesn't matter. You can learn how to psychoanalyze anyone and get to this level of deep penetration in terms of their mind so that you can learn how to understand other people so that you can forgive other people so that you can love other people because the values that we have here with the Ego Hacker community is ultimately do unto others as you would have them do unto you, also known as love your neighbor as yourself. 
And honestly, it's kind of impossible to actually do that for real unless you know Jungian analytical psychology, also known as four sides dynamics. So anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening. Like and subscribe, and I'll see you guys on the next lecture.